are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. God has a law that operates by love, and it's a universal law, and He's showing us how to operate in it. Now, if we understand it and apply these principles in every area of life, if you need time, give God some time. It will produce after its kind. If you need finances, plant some finances out of your need. Take a seed out of that money and give it for a certain purpose to a certain ministry or to a church. Plant the seed. It will come up, it will grow, and it will produce a harvest. Why? Because it's a law of God. It is a universal law of God, and because we become obedient to it, then we'll reap the results of which God said we'd have. Now, see, we talk about the universal law, and we call it that because we see that it works in everything. It works in finances. It works in love. It works in strife. It works in every area that you face in life. Now, it's going to touch you in every situation that you face in life. If you don't apply the instructions to your life that God's Word gives you in this and use the examples to form and shape your opinions and decisions, then you're going to be running what we'd call against the grain or you're going to be (laughs) getting in trouble, to say the least, because God's laws work. It is a universal law. You just can't sidetrack it now. You might think you're going to do something about it, but it's going to work. No harvest will ever come without a planting. Jesus said, judge not, lest you be judged. If you're always criticizing people, you're going to get criticized. I've proven that works. (laughs) It produces after its kind. It's a universal law. And I'm working on that one. You judge people, you get judged. This is something that we need to understand. There is never a harvest without a planting. You know, there's always somebody that's wanting to build a fifth story on a vacant lot. They're wanting to reap a harvest and they hadn't planted anything. Now, that's just like trying to build a fifth story out on a vacant lot. You've got to start on the ground floor. Then you've always got some people that they want to go out and sit on the seashore and wait for their ship to come in. And they haven't sent one out. i got news for you. It's not coming. <laughs> if your ship is going to come in, you're going to have to send one out. Now, if we realize what God is saying in His Word, then we can understand more readily how to apply the principles of God's Word. Now, we're talking about principles, we're talking about laws. And we call them laws because, you know, laws work. I mean, the law of gravity, you can understand that. It works day and night. You won't have to worry about waking up in the morning and be sleeping on the ceiling. Wouldn't it be something if we didn't know which way gravity was going to work? One morning you wake up and you're sleeping on the wall. The next morning you wake up and you're sleeping on the ceiling. But no, thank God the law of gravity works the same. And when we realize that God's 
law of seed time and harvest. These things have to be applied, they have to be done before you have a harvest. Any farmer knows that if you plant the seed, take care of it, eventually you're going to have a harvest. A banker can go out and look at a piece of ground, you know, I mean, there's nothing planted out there, nothing growing out there. And he'll loan hundreds of thousands of dollars to a farmer to plant seeds in that ground when there's nothing out there. Why? Because he knows the principle. He understands that if he plants seed, it will produce. But the seed has to be planted. We have to follow the direction. Now I want you to go with me to Mark the fourth chapter because Jesus talks about some of these things here and I think it'd be good if we start with verse 11. Mark chapter 4 verse 11. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, these things are done in parables. Now see, they came to Jesus and they said, Now Lord, why are you speaking all these things to them in parables? And he said, Because it's given for you to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. Did you know that God wants you to know how the kingdom works? Now, I want to just give you a few scriptures to kind of bring this thing together. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this area of it. But the kingdom of God is within you. Now, you remember in the sixth chapter of Matthew where Jesus said, Pray the kingdom of God come, that the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. In other words, when the kingdom has come, it is possible, Jesus was saying, when the kingdom has come, it is possible that the will of God can be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, it was physically impossible as long as Satan was Lord and there was no person born again. It just couldn't happen. It couldn't happen under the old law. But when men were born again in the kingdom of God, men were given new hearts. Their spirits were reborn. Then it was possible for the kingdom of God to bring the manifestation of God's will on this planet Earth. It didn't mean that it would automatically happen, but it was possible for it to happen. Then he begins to explain here how the kingdom works. Luke, the 17th chapter, verse 20 and 21, he said when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come. In fact, some of his disciples was arguing about who's going to sit on his right hand and on his left when he set up his throne there in Jerusalem. And they heard everything he said, but it went in one ear and out the other. They didn't understand it. They heard it, but they really didn't hear it. Because he is telling them he had to die and be abused and spit on and what have you and go to the cross. And they heard it, but they didn't hear it. But now Jesus said to them, when it was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. In other words, you won't be able to see it when it comes. He said, they won't say, Lo, here's the kingdom, or over there's the kingdom. But he said, Behold, look. Now he's saying, Look, I'm going to tell you something important. The kingdom of God is within you. Now you have to realize how Jesus talked to understand that. Because at the time Jesus said that, the kingdom had not come. But he said, It is within you. Jesus spoke in results. Now, if you don't understand how Jesus talked, then you're going to be confused about a lot of things that Jesus said. Quite frankly, that's what got him in a lot of trouble. And it'll probably get you in the same trouble. In the 17th chapter of John, he's praying to the Father. 
And he said, Father, I'm no more in this world. I mean, they're standing there looking at him eyeball to eyeball, and he's saying, I'm no more in this world. Besides that, he's telling the Father that. And the Father knows he's in this world. What's he saying? He's speaking in results. Not only did he say that, he had the audacity to say that I have finished the work you gave me to do. And he hadn't gone to the cross yet. But you see, he's established that it's done. What's he doing? He's calling things that are not as though they were. He did it in all of his ministry, and I better not get started on that. We'll be in a different direction. But you see, Jesus said a lot of things in that prayer that literally, at that point, were not manifest and were not true in the natural. But now, if Jesus lied, that's a sin. And the Bible said Jesus had no sin. So what you see is that Jesus called in results. Now, he did that in a lot of things. In fact, most of his ministry, that's what he went about doing. When Lazarus was sick, he said, this sickness is not unto death. Now, what are you going to do with a guy like that? You read a few verses down and find out he died. He meant the end results of this sickness will not be death. Now, I'm saying this to show you what Jesus is saying when he says the kingdom of God is within you because the kingdom was not in them then. But he was telling them the end results. When men were born again, now there's some say that it came when Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. There's two schools of thought about it. I come from the other school. (laughs) I personally believe that the Holy Ghost had to come back to this earth before men could be born again, and he did not come until Jesus ascended to the Father. Now, you know, we'll not have a falling out if you believe different. But whenever men were born again, that's when the kingdom of God was set up inside them. The kingdom of God, he says, is within you. Now, here he says the kingdom of God is within you. Now, over in Mark, the fourth chapter where we are, it says, verse 14, as he explains the parable of the sower, he said, the sower soweth the word. Now we've found out that the seed that you sow in the kingdom of God, which is in you, is the word of God. In every area of your life, You need to be sowing the seeds of the kingdom. This is a seed of the kingdom. God's word, what he said about you, what he promised you in this new covenant is the seed of the kingdom. And that word, that promise will produce exactly what it says because the seed is in itself. Let's notice Jesus has established in verse 14 that the sower soweth the word of God, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Now here he has established that the word is sown in the heart of man. Can you see that? Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now remember all of this week we have book and CD offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini book entitled Seed Time and Harvest for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. This is a 32-page mini-book. It'll give you insight into how to put the Word of God to work in your life. Here are some of the subtitles in the book.
The seed is a necessity. Anyone knows that you've got to sow a seed if you're going to reap a harvest. We're talking about the seed of God's Word, the promises of God. You get them in your mouth. You speak them into your heart. And then one of the subtitles is act as God would act. In other words, what would God say if he had lack? He would say abundance. There is abundance and no lack because he calls things that are not as though they were. And the Bible teaches us that we can do the same thing. Sow it the way God said it. This is one of the subtitles. Sow it the way God said it. Don't say it the way the devil said it because what you say is what you sow. Checking the seed. In other words, make sure you have the right seed that you want to sow. You wouldn't just go and buy seed at a store and not even look to see what kind of seed they were. Say it the way God said it. The problems obey you. This is one of the subtitles in the book. What are you going to say about it? This problem will never hinder me again as long as I live. I'm saying it in the name of Jesus. Therefore, I'm planting the seed that this problem is plucked up and cast into the sea. Never hinder me again. Faith speaks, and when faith speaks, faith speaks faith. It doesn't speak doubt and unbelief. This book will help you get a handle on how to sow the right seed into your life. That's offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini book entitled Seed Time and Harvest for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kepp reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.